Set Goals in the Middle, written by Scott Young, January 2018. Classic goal setting theory says that you first set a goal, then you make a plan to achieve it, and finally you start taking action. Recently, I've begun to question the wisdom of this approach. Now, I'm inclined to believe that for certain types of efforts, you're better off setting goals in the middle. At first, you might be wondering how it's even possible to set goals in the middle. After all, doesn't the goal define the project itself? But in general, there's a lot of different aspects to making a plan, and some of them may not be strictly necessary to begin. Any goal or project will usually have the following qualities. One, a general ambition or motivation, for instance, to get in shape or to learn French. Two, a specific target, lose 15 pounds or speak fluently. Three, a time frame or deadline, so six months. Four, constraints or methods, so you are going to eat fewer calories or practice speaking French every day. Five, overall impression of time and effort required. For instance, spending a few hours per week of moderate effort. That's just the basics. A plan can have a lot more details. Milestones, schedules, metrics, accountability systems, coaches, etc. It's clear from this idea that the goal really isn't one thing, but a bunch of different features that tend to get bundled together. Some of these are likely necessary for any kind of voluntary action in a particular direction, but some are probably optional. In fact, unless you're a very systematic goal setter, you likely undertake projects all the time with some of the above elements missing. The question we need to answer in setting goals properly is when should all of these elements be in place? Some argue that all of these elements should be in place before the action begins. I'd like to argue that for a subset of goals, it might be better to postpone finalizing them. Which goals should you start in the middle? The first time I stumbled in this process of setting goals in the middle was during my project with VAT to learn languages. Many aspects of our plan were fixed. The time frame, three months in each country, the method, not speaking English, some study, and the effort required, nearly full time or as much as was feasible. What we didn't fix was a specific target. We honestly weren't sure what level we would reach, so we didn't even bother to make a specific goal out of it, say aiming for conversational fluency or trying to pass a particular language exam. Initially, I thought this might be a disadvantage over the more typical method of setting the goal first. That was how I handled the MIT challenge, setting an ambitious target before starting. After going through this process though, I found it much better than the typical approach. Setting a goal in the middle allows one to fine tune the challenge level and expectations when you have information. I applied the same approach in China to un undertake the HSK4 exam at the end of my stay. Importantly, I only made this decision about a month and a half in China where I could anticipate my progress and decide what level was achievable. So this suggests a possible rule of thumb. When a goal has high uncertainty as to what level is achievable to reach within a particular time frame, it's better to set the specific target in the middle of the process and not at the beginning. This doesn't mean no planning needs to occur, simply the, the plan you make will be with the variables you have the most control over, overall direction, time frame, level of effort, strategies, and constraints. More reasons to postpone goal setting. So far, I've been arguing that highly uncertain goals should be set in the middle of effort so as to productively set the correct challenge level to maximize effort. However, recently I've come across research that suggests there might be another reason too. 
the goal-setting literature is fairly unanimous that goal-setting improves performance and that difficult goals typically do better than easy ones and that feedback is good, all things that one would expect. What I found interesting was that there are counterexamples to this trend, particularly at the level of individual tasks. Some research shows that for particularly complex tasks, goal-setting can reduce effectiveness. The reasoning is that complex tasks require your full cognitive resources. When you monitor your performance, this too requires cognitive resources. The added load can impair your performance. This suggests a double whammy for learning projects when the skill or subject is relatively unknown. The project suffers from high uncertainty, therefore it's very easy to set goals way too large or too little. Second, these projects are incredibly cognitively demanding in the beginning and are frequently frustrating because you can't perform them adequately. So when you set a goal like this, you may impede your progress if you're mindful of those goals while you're learning. So does this apply to all goals you should set? I think the standard approach of setting specific targets works well in relatively known domains where past accomplishments can be used as benchmarks for future success. These goals are more straightforward and likely benefit from the increased precision and motivation that a hard target can create from the first day. On a task level, setting specific goals is likely to be more useful once your skill has become more mature. Goal setting is an important component of deliberate practice where one has already achieved adequate performance and now the goal is continued improvement. However, they may be counterproductive in completely new areas where you may feel overwhelmed. If you find yourself asking how you could possibly know what's achievable for you, that's a good sign you should wait to set a specific target. Keep the effort and timeline constrained instead. For most people, these usually have a lot less uncertainty, and so it's easier to keep up a goal without coasting because it was too easy or giving up because it was too hard. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott H. Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Overcast, and most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website, scotthyoung.com. Thank you.